Welcome to part two of our three-part conversation on our top 10 albums of 2019. My friends Casey, Scott, and Katie Ham are back for our numbers four through seven on this part of the podcast. If you're just tuning in, you should go back to the first episode and hear numbers 10 through eight because you, you'll want to hear them. You'll want to hear all the great music that we shared too. Uh, again, I'm not going to dilly-dally a whole lot. I wanted to just get into these conversations so that we can actually power through uh, the episodes so that you don't have to like hear me talk about all this other bullshit that I normally talk about. These special episodes are a little bit of a deviation from what I normally do on the podcast. Just want to make sure we're sharing some good music and some good insights from the last year of music. So without further ado, we're going to get into the episode. Uh, right now, uh, what you actually heard at the top of the episode, that first 45 seconds or so, is exactly one song from the new Mannequin Pussy album. The song was called Drunk One. Uh, like part one, drunk one, off of the new Mannequin Pussy album called Patience. I'll talk about that later in this episode, so again, another little spoiler alert. But I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you'll check out the rest of that album. Uh, And now let's get back into the conversation. Here we go, part two. So my number seven uh, would be the new Tyler, the creator record, Igor. Um, I honestly didn't give it a lot of time when it first came out. And then I, a couple students were listening to it and I was like, this is new Tyler. And they were like, yeah. And I put it on and I got really obsessed with it. I think it's really good. I think what he's done with his career to truly, uh, put in the past, a lot of his immaturity and bullshit that he used to rap about. And now that he's actually like embraced his queerness, embraced a lot of other aspects of himself. Um, I think it's a really good step for him. So um, I just really enjoyed that record, uh, and his whole new aesthetic is very interesting to me. Yeah, I love that he's one of those uh, artists that is, like, actually an all-around artist and not just, like, a musician, Um, because all of his stuff is so weird and quirky, and I love it. I I feel like I like the idea of Tyler, the Creator, more than I like Tyler, the Creator. That's fair. Like I've seen him live, and he was really good, and re- impressive actually. Um, and I've heard some of his stuff that I've heard that I've liked, but there's other stuff that I've heard that I didn't really get into. Um, yeah. <laughs> Do you have any uh, thoughts, Casey? I never really got into Odd Future, and uh, when they were like kind of all the rage, and yeah, I, I I'm kind of like with Scott. I like the idea of it. I liked when he got up at the Grammys and was like, "Anyone can do this. Like everyone should get out and try it. Like whatever." But I like his. I like that ethos and stuff. But never really got into any of his stuff. Hip hop and rap is not is not something that I have ever uh, gotten into beyond maybe like three songs in my entire life. So that's fair. Do you have anyway. a number? Do you have a number seven, Casey? I do have a number seven. I don't know if it made anyone else's list, but I really loved um, the Somos record, Prison on a Hill. Is ah, my number good choice. Mine was I just outside was, of it. I know. I know. I just saw yours. It was like number 15 or so. Um, so just heard it. They were a band. I got into their first record, didn't really listen to their second record all that much, and just kind of, I was kind of through the whole like, oh, this record's being released early because of the really tragic circumstances surrounding their guitar player. Um and so they released it early to raise money for his funeral funds and family, I think. And so I listened to it, and I was like, damn, dude, this is really good. This might be their best stuff they've ever been doing. So I like that they did a little bit of a throwback, kind of 80s-ish vibe, at least in far, as far as tone on their record. And I just thought it was really solid all the way through. And, um, yeah. It's really More to good. come on that from me later. Cool. Okay. It's a really good record. Um <clears throat> I remember putting it on. We were in the car. I put it on for the first time, and I think the once it, once the first song like kicks in, I like turned to Katie and was like, "Oh shit, this is good. <laughs> this yeah. is really good." Um, and I think the, the the most wonderful part about the initial fundraising part is they paid for all of the expenses and everything within a day, which was like okay. impressive. Like that's how wonderful people like rallied around that family. Yeah, uh, Michael has one of those voices that I think I have to listen to songs a lot for me to like them. 
Um, he just has, like, a very unique voice. Uh, so that's, I think, part of why, like, I haven't really given that record much time yet. But I do like their first record a lot. Um, that and, like, just my personal stuff dealing with death and grief and, like, everything related to what happened with their guitarist. Like, that's also definitely something that I was like, I need to step back from this because it's a lot for me. Um... I'm sure I'll get to it eventually, and I'm sure it's fucking awesome. But it's it's not on my list, but it, I liked it from what I've heard. Craig, did you ever get it on vinyl? Yeah. Okay, did you get it too, Scott? Yeah. No. Oh. I have this extra copy I've been looking to like send to someone. <laughs> they sent me two. I don't know why. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't order two. They sent me two. That's cool. Anyway. Uh, Scott, what did you have for seven? Uh, this is probably my most random entry on the list. Uh, this band hadn't put out an album in over 10 years. Uh, Bedouin Soundclash. Oh, wow. Uh, They put out an album this year? I did not know that. They did. I'm a huge fan of theirs. And so I follow them on Instagram and they've been like teasing this for like over a year now. And uh, finally put it out. Like, if for those of you who aren't familiar with them, they uh, used to be on Side One Dummy. They're a Canadian band. Uh, used to be a, a three piece, and now they're just it's just the um, drummer and the guitar player. And uh, I think they, or maybe he's the bass player. Maybe they hired. I can't remember if the. I can't remember who quit. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's just they used to be kind of like British style reggae ska type stuff um this one's a little bit more world music sounding um but man i love it i listened to it a ton on my honeymoon when we're in dominican republic for obvious reasons um yeah it's just a really good like kind of come down album from all the other stuff that's either like super heavy or super poppy um yeah just a really great band i would recommend them for everyone they're certainly not for everyone but i they're the type of band that I think anyone could like. So I need to really check it out. I remember you telling me about them. I think it fell through the cracks for me to check I, them out. I would definitely um, number one. I guess it's the only one on vinyl. The one only one in my top ten I don't have on vinyl. But um, yeah, the first song on the album, I wouldn't like judge it by that. Like that's not my most favorite song on the album. Um, but the album's pretty stellar from top to bottom. I I really enjoy it. So. Yeah. Oh, it's called Mass. M-A-S-S. So there you go, Craig. Cool. Hell yeah. Um, Katie stepped out for a second, so we'll get there seven and six in a minute. Um, So, Scott, do you just want to give us your number six? Yeah, sure. Number six is an album I told you guys about earlier. I don't know if you checked out uh, the new issues. Uh, this was a band that I honestly had never heard before. I had heard the name before, but I also kind of got them mixed up with like aerials and movements and intervals and yeah, like all those, those one name bands <laughs> that end with an S. Um, but I think this is the dudes from uh, Woe Is Me. I think maybe I'm is sure. that right? Anyway, uh, yeah, but. Apparently their older stuff is heavier. I literally have not listened to it at all. This one, they took a major turn. It's kind of on the side of Emerosa, the new Emerosa, that's like really, really poppy. Um, mm. But like the guy sounds a little bit like Johnny Craig uh, in the best of ways. Um, it's like a mix of R&B and gent and rock and funk and jazz. And it sounds weird, but it's really, really good. I, the way I described it was picture Meshuggah covering Justin Timberlake with Johnny Craig on vocals. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. Oh, but it's boy. super, super good. Yeah, I, I really like it. Like The guys are like, you can tell they're really talented musicians, even if you're not a fan of the style. like They're just on another level, for sure. So I, I this is one that I kind of listened to um, a handful of months ago and then didn't return to it until like November and then I've just been listening to it nonstop lately so I really really dig this album you told me to listen to it many times and I just didn't and I apologize for that but it sounds like <laughs> something I would enjoy 
Uh, I think you'll like it. So I'll give it a I'll give it a go. Yeah, for sure. I like it. Did you ever listen to it, Casey? I did not. I, I don't In know. In all honesty, I don't think it'd be your thing. I don't think it would be either. I listen to it either. But Katie, you're back. Do you yeah, want to I tell am. us your seven? Uh, my number's Gavin. My number's Gavin. Scaven. Yeah, I. You know, it, this is what happens when it's written down in front of me, and I can see letters on the screen. Yeah. And I'm in, it, anyway. It's Dollskin. So, uh, Scaven skin. You know, that's where I got it from. Uh, Love's dead, and we killed her. Um, is fucking great. Um, I feel like I'm the only one that's like swearing all the time, but that's fine. <laughs> um, it's. Uh, a group of four, like, pretty young women putting out, like, a, a badass record. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there are... I'm so bad with song names. What's that one that I, like, always bop really hard? Do you know what I'm talking about? Out of My Mind? Yes! Out of My Mind? Oh, man, I went crazy for that song. That song's still on my, like, current jam playlist. I listen to it all the time. Um, and... Uh, I just absolutely love supporting any um, music that has them people in it, and they crush it. Their shows are crazy. If you get a chance to see them, please do. What was the name again? Dollskin. It's such an off-putting name. Oh, the the name is not good. That's weird. I, I the like name. the ba- I like the band name. I don't know. No, I think the name is terrible, but. They're uh, they're lovely humans. They are all under the age of twenty one. I'm pretty sure, and this is like their fourth record or something. Like they've Dang. been playing music for oh. so long. Who do they think uh, they are? MXPX. <laughs> hey, maybe. Um, <laughs> they, they do have some scrams on the record, which is mm-hmm. cool. Um, but yeah, yeah. That first track is a kick in the dick. Yeah, it's really impressive. Um, what's your number six, Katie Ham? Oh, it's me again? Mm-hmm. Um, I think we already talked about this a little bit. It's Carly Rae Jepsen's dedicated. Um, been into the, those pop bops. Again, don't think it's as good as Emotion is, but still very fun. Lots of, lots of dancey tunes. The show a, that we saw was fucking great. It was a big part of our summer. Um, yeah. And I'm, yeah, very much... In my super supporting of femmes this year, and she's so femme, it's painful. And and I love it. I, I just <laughs> want to say, she's like a fucking performer. Like, yeah. she she has, like, the person, like, the whole time we were watching the gig, the interludes and everything, she's like, you know, I had this man in my life, and then I got rid of him, and I said, whatever. I'm starting, and like, honey... <laughs> Okay, you do you. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Casey. Katie, just to let you know, I did I did save Dollskin in Spotify, so I'll listen to it later. Cool, nice. All right, uh, my number six was uh, kind of a surprise for me because I didn't I don't really expect this band to ever do anything. Like I'm kind of I'm good with them being one of my favorite bands, but they put out a great record, and I really like the uh, new Get Up Kids record, Problems. I think it was probably, I don't know, like, for me, it's their return to form to kind of like the something to write home about, which is one of my top three records of all time. So they kind of like, this feels like more of a follow up to that, which I'm kind of glad they didn't do at the time. And because it's kind of fun to return to that sound. And to me, they just when I see them live, I've seen them live a couple of times since this new kind of touring they've been doing. And they just seem like they're having a lot of fun. And, you know, it's it's good. I really like it. I think nice. it's really solid record. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you listen to that one, Scott? Oh yeah, problems. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Like, I guess going back to our previous conversation uh, with Katie, like I, I just I don't know. Like I feel like I have all of I guess similar to what I thought with Kill Switch, but was wrong. Like I feel like I have enough Get Up Kids. For my liking, like I love something to write home about. That's an all-time album for sure. And then you know, 
Four Minute Mile is another stellar album. Beyond that, I don't know if I really need more. I don't know. Like, I really liked that Kicker EP they put out. That was a good... I don't know. Maybe I should just listen to Problems and... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I don't know if that makes sense or not, but, like, I just was... I was not in the mood of, like, listening to them at all. Every time I thought about it, it was like, oh, yeah, get a kid's... They have, like, five albums after Something to Write Home About that I really don't care about. I don't know. I've gone back to most of those records, and aside from There Are Rules, they're all really good. It's just that I everyone always wanted to follow up to Something to Write Home About. And I actually think this is that record. Like, they have... But without sounding, like, exactly the same, but they've definitely returned to that sound. But anyway. It, sh- it should be noted that, like, I was not... I'll be 100% honest that, like, when Something to Write Home About came out... I was in, I think I was a sophomore in high school, and I had like a friend who was like, "You'd really like these guys. You should check them out." Uh, and I'm like, "Oh, it's emo, lame. Emo sucks. I hate emo." <laughs> like this was back when I only listened to like punk and hardcore, and like I had zero, zero, uh, you know, like I didn't really venture out beyond that, and so I, I don't, I, I didn't latch, I didn't get onto that album until I was in college. Okay. And so I, I'm not like one of these like get up kids like oh I've been with them forever like yeah like I love that album but it's I'm it's they're not like a band like Jimmy Eat World who I've been with since like Clarity you know gotcha wow. anyway cool. I will say that um so my number six uh is the new Bon Iver record um I don't think any of you listen to Bon Iver <laughs> no. I don't. That's fine. Too sad. My wife. I respect him. I just. It's just not. Oh, he's incredibly talented. Yeah. And I. It's too sad. I actually like that Volcano Choir album that he did better than anything in Bon Iver. That's fair. And I, it's good and I like. Wasn't he in? Uh, was he in Policia too? I don't honestly know. Uh, he. Yeah. Was he in what? Policia. Oh, I don't know. I don't think you guys heard, but I just said my wife liked their first two records, but then I just heard a di- disembodied voice from the other room say, that new record sucks. Oh, <laughs> But it's so, it is good. It's like a good return to the self-titled record. I don't know. Uh, I really enjoy it. Uh, I got to see him perform uh, most of it live, which was really breathtaking. Um, his first arena tour, which was wild, but it was really cool. Um, it's nominated for the best record of the year or best album of the year at the Grammys, which like blew me away, but it's pretty cool um, to see that happening. Um, but yeah, um, that was my number six. Uh, I'm going to jump right into my number five, one that I forgot Casey recommended first or not Casey Scott recommended this to me first. Uh, and I didn't listen. And then uh, (laughs) another friend posted about it multiple times. And I was like, all right, I respect her opinion. (laughs) And I checked it out. And it's the new Mannequin Pussy record is so good, so well balanced, um, so interesting and weird that the same kinds of music can come out of the same band. Because at times it feels like twinkly emo and then it's like a fucking punk record. And uh, I I just really enjoyed that juxtaposition. And it's only like a 25 minute record. So it just goes like that. Fun. Let's be honest about the name, though. It sounds like a side project for the guys in Dollskin. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. So no, they're I've... great, and I thought I knew you would like them. That's why I, I think I recommended them to you twice. And when you were like, you gave that other guy credit, I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, I recommended them to you multiple times. Yeah, I needed a woman to tell me that it was good. Oh, it was a woman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or somebody you respected, at least. Yeah, or somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a fan of that album as well, Katie? I've liked what I've liked what uh, Craig has played, and he's played it a lot. Um, but it's it's not like on my list or anything. But yeah. I liked it. Um, I listened to it a couple times, and it never quite grabbed me. Part of it, I was just thinking, I was like, when did I give it a full listen through? And it was when me and uh, me and my wife were on a Eastern European road trip, and I distinctly remember listening to this while I was driving through Kosovo. And so it's like, I think I was focused on other stuff. 
like not dying. Fair. Yeah. Kosovo, to be fair, you know, of all the Eastern European To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Best infrastructure. I give it my number one in infrastructure for Eastern European Balkan countries. Nice. All right. All right. So I, this turned into yeah. an educational podcast. Yeah, like they have really nice freeway systems. They have a lot of that American money pumping through there. Anyway, so yes, I think it's just one of those ones, like, I listened to it, I was like, this is totally fine, and never came back to it. Kind of like that Cult Dreams record. I just, mm. this is totally fine, and never came back to it. Well, what did you come back to on your top, you're, now we're entering your top five. What was your number I, five? I haven't even given my number six yet. Yeah, you did. It was Issues. Uh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Scott, you I, went first. You went before I did. I pulled did. 11 albums instead of 10. <laughs> <laughs> so Issues was actually your number seven? Issues was actually my number seven, yeah. All right. All right give your other number six. Give your other number six, ser- yeah. <laughs> We're doing great. Employed to Serve didn't actually make it. Ooh. My number six was uh, uh, Strung Out. So I'll be quick about it because I don't think anyone else here had it on their list. I don't but, even know uh, what that is. That is you as a punk kid, that's for sure. It for sure is. Uh, favorite album of them in a long, long time. Uh, and they've been putting out consistently good stuff for... Basically all their albums are really good, but I don't know. I haven't really connected with any of them it's, until this one in a while. So just solid punk album that's metal tinged of course what strung out does they didn't really throw in anything new or like that you wouldn't expect but just a bunch of really really good songs that from top to bottom i'd listened to this a ton um the whole year well when it, i think it came out in the summertime so yeah solid album love that album um i will say that this is their best album since twisted by design which came out in 98 which was like my freshman year of college wow I like I, li- I actually like this new album a lot. It kind of got a little bit lost because I'm not the biggest Strung Out fan, but I will say the song Ulysses is fantastic. <laughs> you like you like pop punk, you know, Katie. You should check out the song Ulysses by Strung Out. It's a really good song. I mean, I used to listen to Strung Out. I just haven't in a long time. So. I would check out their new record. It's not bad at all. Okay. It's actually very good. Yeah, all I right. think I like. Like, 2005 is probably the last time I really listened to Strung Out, but, yeah, I'll check it out. All right. Um, number five? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, mine has been mentioned, but it would be Pup's Morbid Stuff. Uh, this one kind of, I didn't, I wasn't super into the singles they released, aside from Scorpion Hill, um, ahead of the record, but when I threw it on, it kind of got lost, because I was like, this isn't The Dream Is Over, but it's slowly, over the course of the year, I throw it on, and I find myself enjoying pretty much every song. Yeah. Save, I don't like full-blown Meltdown, and I don't like the show. <clears throat> like, it's just like, kind of feels a little thrown in there, but um, you know, songs like Bare Hands, and Kids, and uh, especially Scorpion Hell might be one of the best songs they've ever written. Just good story. I, I don't know, I, I'm, I find he's a really good storyteller in his, in his songs, which yeah. is cool. Yeah. And I don't see a lot of people doing. And yeah, I just thought it was catchy and good. And I don't think they'll ever capture the lightning in the bottle that was their second record. But I, you know, it, it, they can release a very, very good records. Obviously, it's my number five of the year. So yeah. Dang. Cool. All right. A lot of pup love in this, in this crew. Um, Katie, what was your number five? Um, uh, Steady Glow by In Her Own Words, uh, is my number five. It's, a uh, it's a pop rock record. It's, uh, it connects with me really well. I honestly don't think any of you would like it, but, uh, <laughs> I am, like, such a, you can feed me, like, any pop punk pop rock and I will most likely like it, but this one has, um... It's just something that, like, I have, I like, I found a lot of personal connection with it based on some of the stuff they talk about. Um, the title track of the record, Steady Glow, is um, just about dealing with uh, grief and loss, and I don't cry super often, and that song made me ugly cry in, like, two seconds. <laughs> um, so, uh, and 
it's just a, like a really fun record to sing along with, and they put on a really good show. And I hadn't. This is another band that I got, I hadn't heard of until this year, and um, I just really liked this record. Nice. I just looked. I just looked them up on Spotify, and one of their like fans also like mm-hmm. bands is uh, We Were Sharks, and I really really like that band. So I'm gonna check these guys out. Hell yeah! Hope you like it. Hell yeah! yeah. Hey, it's time for a music break portion of the podcast. I'm going to bring you some clips from three songs of albums that we share on this episode. So I'm going to play you some of the song Out of My Mind by Dollskin off of their new album, which is called Love is Dead and We Killed Her. Uh, I'm going to play you some of the song uh, Kids by Pup off of their album Morbid Stuff. And then I'm going to play you a little bit of Hey Ma by Bon off of his new album I, I. Here we go. Scott, what was your third six in your effort? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were like, oh, I'm going to throw in three sixes. I'm so fucking metal. I'm so metal. <laughs> Hell yeah. This, this will go quickly. Uh, was uh, Angel Dust pretty buff? Um, I'll be quick because we kind of already talked about it, but just another solid album from them. I loved the album before this one, Rock the Fuck On Forever. Um, and their first two are really good, too. Um, but I love the poppy direction they went in, um, after culture abuse last year, I know those two bands are like, they tour together a lot. And so after I love that culture abuse album, the first couple singles from this one, I was really, really excited and uh, the album paid off for sure. I didn't enjoy it quite as much as that culture abuse album, 
uh, which was top three for me last year. I can't remember where exactly it was, but um, just this album is catchy as hell, um, f- fun. It, I haven't se- I've seen them. Uh, <clears throat> oh no, I'm sorry, I haven't seen Angel Dust live, but I would imagine that it's really fun to listen to live. Uh, the music videos were great. Um, yeah, and Tamir Casey's uh, sentiment "Bang My Drum" was just awesome song so the, the the whole album's really really fun i just i really like the album like so it. excited to hear what they do next mm-hmm. nice what was your number four there scott number four was another masked artist oh. uh so can you Orville say it again Peck. i spoke over you can you say it again oh orville peck mm. I've seen many pictures, and I have no idea what this person sounds like, so I am interested. Oh, man. Okay, so he sounds like a mix between, like, Roy Orbison and Chris Isaac. So, kind of country-ish, but a crooner. Um, I've heard people say that he kind of sounds like a male Lana Del Rey, but kind of country. Definitely slow-burning songs. There's, like, I think two songs that are, like, kind of upbeat. But um, for the most part, it's just slow crooners um, with him and his guitar and I think maybe like a little bit of background drumming, but nothing heavy or fast or anything like that. Uh, yeah, it's just a solid album. I just, I'm just i a little surprised at how much I really enjoyed it and how much I listened to it, but um, my wife really likes it, and so we listen to that one fairly often. Um, it's I usually have like one or two country albums a year that I connect with. Um, I thought this year it was going to be Midland, and that one kind of faded, and Orville Peck just kind of became what I listened to when I was in the mood for country this year, so it was really good. For those of you who don't know him, it's country-ish. It came out on, um, what's that Seattle label? Um, Sub Pop. Sub Pop, yeah. Uh, So it's not super country. You're allowed to like it if you say that you don't like country. It's okay. (laughs) Like it's, but it's a, it's a solid album. So yeah, I don't know yeah. if you guys listen to it at all. I listened to it on Scott's recommendation. Uh, so I haven't listened to it tons and tons, but I find myself coming back to it. Me and Kelly listened to it when we were at Scott's wedding in Austin. We were just driving around like Austin at night, and it was warm out, and it was like kind of like the perfect mood to be listening to that record in. I don't know. I find him very interesting. The fact that he's masked and no one really knows who he is. Apparently, he came out of like the Canadian. Uh, punk scene, you know, like played music that was very different. He's, you know, making country music. He's either a gay or a queer artist. I know that. So just kind of like a fish out of water. And the big comparison that I hear that I didn't hear you mention is I think he sounds a ton like Morrissey, especially when he hits his chorus. It sounds like yeah, old, school, old school Morrissey slash the Smiths. And it, I mean, it's really good. You just have to be in a mood to listen to it. Right. I can imagine just like it was like that night we were just cruising around driving around Austin in the car just like summer night or to us it felt like a summer night it was warm there and I was just like yeah this is really into it and Kelly was super into it too so definitely one I'm going to be coming back around to nice especially the other thing I'll say too is like I felt this way when I first moved to Austin when you're in Texas you're kind of like I feel like I I'm doing myself a service if I listen to country in certain moments, I don't know. There's something about like just driving around and listening to like Willie Nelson or listening to Waylon Jennings or something like that. And like, I don't know if that's how it was for you, Casey, or at all. But like, just driving around, like, oh, we're in Texas. Let's listen to country. I'm yeah, like, we literally just left a honky tonk bar where I'd had White Horse. Yeah, we left the White Horse where I'd had whiskey on tap, and like, I was like, we should listen to some country. I, Scott t- keeps on telling me about this Orville pack. I'm gonna check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have I know so many people who love Orville Peck, and I just haven't sat down to Same. listen to it. Um, we did get on a pretty good country kick this year, mostly uh, throwback 90s country. Uh, basically, mm. anytime I would come home and Katie was like doing some cleaning, there's like Shania Twain going on. And I was like, <laughs> hell yeah. Shania Twain, feminist icon. <clears throat> feminist this is icon. not that. Huh? <laughs> this, is, this is not that. This, this is not that. At all. <laughs> Like, Shania Twain is essentially Carly Rae Jepsen with a twang, right? I mean, essentially. No. I'll take it. Take it. Okay. Shania Twain's a little more badass than Carly Rae. And, but... and, 
both Canadian. Should I yes. Canadian? Yes. I didn't know that. But that doesn't press me much. Okay. Nah. <laughs> wah, wah. Uh, Casey, what was your number four? Number four um, was in a surprise, a surprise to me that they were able to put out such a good record after ten years was As Cities Burns, Scream Through the Walls. I thoroughly enjoyed most of the songs on this record, and in fact, greatly enjoyed like several of them. Yeah. So, I mean, As Cities Burn is one of those bands, I got into them probably 10 or 15 years ago when they released Come Now Sleep, whatever year that came out. I uh, didn't know they were a hardcore band beforehand, went back and checked out their hardcore stuff and really loved it, but it didn't. it wasn't like a jarring transition for them to go softer because I'd heard the soft stuff first. Loved Hell or High Water, put on one of the best live shows I've ever seen, like at a little tiny club in England when we saw them, and they're just fantastic. And we had a really good interview with the band with the old website Type in Stereo, and just really nice dudes, so always stoked to see them putting stuff out. Did not like the two singles they put out, like when they did the reunion tour a couple years back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At all, and thought, like, they're done. Like, I don't like it. <laughs> and then, you know, heard the new record, and I was like, dude, this is super super good it's yeah. it's really crazy good stuff like it's i like pretty much every song i like the direction they go in they pulled from all other areas of their sounds yeah so they have very distinct sounds in three different albums and yeah it's good it's great you're gonna hear more about this for me later oh you abbreviated it i was like no we are, we're not what are you talking about <laughs> uh katie do you have thoughts on the new s city's burn record no Okay. I genuinely, I'm sure you have played it. Plenty of times. You were singing along to one of the songs yesterday. Was I? Yes. Good pod. You have any thoughts? I don't. I Craig plays stuff, and I don't know who it is half the time, even though our car has names. I, I just haven't paid attention. Um, half the time is pretty good, though. I feel like that's like 95% of the time with Megan. Hmm. Anytime I put something in, she's she just zones out. <laughs> I mean, like, I listen. I just don't necessarily care who it is, unless it's something that I'm going to put on in my own time, which, as mm-hmm. burn is not something I'd put on in my own time, but I'll enjoy it when Craig plays it. Do you have any opinions, Scott? I literally did not listen to this record. That's I funny. gave the three prior ones a chance, and nothing ever grabbed me. I don't think they're bad by any means, but I think I just missed the boat on them. Cool. Um, yeah, them, I, them, I put them in the same category, kind of as Hope's Fall. Like I, I have dug Hope's Fall stuff a little bit, but I kind of feel the same way about them. Where I'm like, ah, I didn't really get into them while they were in their heyday, and going back, it's hard to like put those records into context because I'm sure both those bands, when they were like in their heyday, were a lot more revolutionary sounding than they sound in 2019. Yeah. I will also say that I think probably my lyric of the year is in that record, which was the, uh, it's, I think it's the fifth song where he's like, the first day I was alive, I got on a ride against my will. Mm. So it's so amazing I've made it this far. It just works really well for what they're doing. Anyway, mm. good lyric. All right, who's next? Katie, Katie Ham, what's your number four? Oh, I'm so excited to talk about this one. Uh, so my number four is Internal Atomics by Straight From The Path. Uh, I fucking love this band so much. I don't think there is, outside of Sharptooth, another band that I will, like, just go in hard for about how much I love everything they do. But, uh, you know, the political bands that align with the things that I think. That's pretty much why, I assume. But, um, this record has a lot of other, like, they've always put out really important music to me um but this record's got some really great uh tracks on it one specifically that like talks about uh like a single mother um and that one like hit me because i grew up with a single mother um and the song second death which is about like the corruption and sex scandals in the catholic church um is intense and has like one of those things that you just want to like scream at the top of your lungs in the middle of the song and yeah. that I just will blast that song all the time. Um one of the There's tracks a place has the in hell for bastards like you. That's Sorry. not it. That's I thought not that was, was the about. the church. No. Well, <laughs> well it, 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 no, it, that's the song, but that's not the part I was oh, talking about. Okay. 
The part I was talking about was when they say, but what happens when the fucking cross falls? Like, right before the breakdown. Anyway, dope-ass song. Um, and, uh... What happened with the Catholic Church? <laughs> oh. That's Maybe. a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let, let me send you a movie recommendation. Spotlight. Spotlight. <laughs> Get back to me afterwards. Um, oh. <laughs> but anyway, like, that, that album, along with pretty much everything they put out is all like that that band's really important to me um and fucking love them we'll probably always love anything they put out but uh this album was also fucking great it just like it was in my top 20 this was the year katie got me into straight from the path (laughs) and uh just like finally listening to like the the I don't know, the moral and the ethics of their music just, like, really spoke to me, too. So I just, like, really got into it. They're, like, one of the few metalcore bands that it's actually still cool to like. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been seeing this album on a lot of people's lists that I respect. And, uh, like, I don't know. It's just, it's weird to have a band that's been around that long still be, like, they're kind of in the same boat as, like, Every Time I Die, just maybe not as big. Um, it's still like cool to like them, whereas like I don't know, like people might a lot of people might like I Prevail, but they're not like a cool band. They're kind of like the Twenty One oh, Pilots. I would not compare those bands even a little bit. <laughs> See, they're not cool. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that, but like they have very different fan bases. Like that's exactly what I'm yeah. saying. But there's yeah. but they both play metalcore. I'm just saying like it's like it's interesting to me that Straight from the Path is is. I mean, Straight from the Path is basically Rage Against the Machine praise, which is weird because I don't really like Rage Against the Machine, but... Yes, no, they're way heavier than Rage Against... They're way heavier, yeah, exactly, which is why I like it, but, like, that's... Rage Against the Machine had a lot of... They had a lot of funk in their sound. And, like, Straight from the Path talks about, like, really important shit, and... The song... Okay, so we, like, have really been banging Bow Down by I Prevail. Dope, Uh Dope song. But, like, it's basically about, like, you said I couldn't do this. Look at me now. And, like, oh, yeah. come on. <laughs> well, I mean, it's called Bow Down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, my number four, uh, I don't expect this on anyone else's list, which is fine. Uh, I love Periphery. I think they're the best metal band right now. Uh, they've con- they made a decade of amazing records and uh, Hail Stan, which is like probably my least favorite album title of the year. Um, Hail I Stan uh, is uh, from beginning to end, even though it starts with a 17 minute long track, Fuck. which is ridiculous. Um, the entire rest of the album, including that first song, is just nonstop like uh, an assault of metal and they even get into like they wrote like a poppy metal song too if you want to hear it it's called it's only smiles and it is fantastic and they put on one of the best shows uh absolutely love seeing them live um and i think that yeah they're great live yeah so their band i feel like i should like more than I do, or I should listen to them more than I do. I, I don't dislike them. I just probably need to listen to them more. Yeah, maybe their maybe their name is a self fulfilling prophecy for me because I've never even heard of them. Really? Wow. Seriously? No, they're like the Gent band. Like, yeah. I guess other than Mashuga, I don't know if Casey listens to Gent. I know, but I'm surprised you haven't even at least heard of them. What is Gent? That sound. So it's when guitars make that sound. Yeah, it's on like a. It's typically on like a nine-string guitar or something. Like they always play like. That's accurate. Yeah. Really big. All right. Well, anyway, like Casey, have you heard Meshuggah? Yes, but I'm not a huge Meshuggah fan. So I've only heard of them because my friends. Meshuggah is like the Godfathers of Gent. Okay. Meshuggah is like the Godfathers of Gent. Um, one song to go listen to if you just want to like get an idea of Periphery, 22 Faces. Just listen to that song and you basically got everything you need to know about okay. Periphery. Um, yeah, straightforward metal has never been like my what is? Like, thing. Like I like usually hot metal hybrid type stuff. Yeah. So. I'm dying to say what it is that is 
That's that song. That is that song? Yeah, yeah I was going to say, if it's not that song, just <sighs> fucking listen to that song. Fuck me, I am dying. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. <laughs> it's so good. It's- you guys just put on the record, I could hear this noodling guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Um, their lead singer is like five foot four and their, their drummer is six foot seven. <laughs> so whenever they take wow. like pictures of the band, he's... Spencer has to be all the way in the front. Yeah. <laughs> or they have their drummer sit down. <laughs> that is so funny. Okay. That's the end of part two of our conversation on, uh, our favorite albums of 2019. Hope you've enjoyed this part. If you want to finish it up and power through and get to episode three, where we talk about our top three albums of the year, uh, go right ahead and skip on through. But if you want to hear a couple more songs, I'm going to play you three more, uh, snippets of tracks. I'm going to play you some of the songs second death by straight from the path of their album, internal atomics, as well as hollowed out by as cities burn off of their their album Scream Through the Walls and then a little bit from Turn to Hate by Orville Peck off of his album Pony. So here you go and onward to the final episode.
got an awful bite It's gonna rise again Keeping track of everything we lose Another hole to mend Tell me you can't stay 